This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back with you one more week here on 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days. The 90 Days are over here for Before the 90 Days and we have part two of our tell-all back together here with a man who brings you the 90 Day Fiance coverage every week of the year, Mr. 90 Day Fiance, Puya Zambakili. Hey, Rob, for one last ride here to put a bookend to this season of Before the 90 Days. I got to say, it's been a fun season. It's been a very fun season. I'm so glad we we'll got back together. We'll never forget these people. Oh, never. <laughs> they're, they're forever in our brains whether we like it or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So part two, the final two hours of 90 day fiance before the 90 days, uh, we got to see, uh, get some closure, uh, some sort of like open-ended questions of like, uh, where is this going from here? Uh, A few new uh, revelations here in uh, part two of the tell all. We do want to thank Gandia last week for being uh, with us on the podcast. Another uh, speaking of uh, memorable and unforgettable, uh, Gandia talking about part one of the 90 Day Fiance uh, tell all. Uh, not one that we'll soon forget. No, definitely not. Definitely was a wild ride last week. Um, and yeah, it was a lot. I mean, this, this the episode was a lot. And then the podcast did not upset that cart at all. Okay. So. Puya, how's your week gone? Week has been good, Rob. Everything's been smooth sailing. You know, now at this point, all eyes are on the new season of Nine Day Fiance proper that's mm-hmm. coming back next week. Any nuggets? Anything uh, that you're especially looking forward to? Um, honestly, I am looking forward to this new cast. I did see the the uh, trailer they put out. Yeah, they look kind of normal. They do. But if there's anything I learned about 90 Day Fiance is that anyone that looks normal, you're going to learn quickly that that is less than likely. So mm-hmm. we'll see how quickly our, our thoughts on everybody changes. I'm very excited about that. They are bringing back Ari and Binium from a previous season. So I'm intrigued that they, you know, the only one returning is great because I do think during the pandemic, we relied on the same six people for two seasons straight. So it has been refreshing to get new faces into the franchise. Yeah, I just wonder if there's been any sort of like uh, feedback. Like, I don't know, like this season, um, like everybody is like off the wall here. I mean, these are cartoon characters here in uh, 90 Day (laughs) Fiance before the 90 days. And I don't know if they got feedback of like, hey, could we get back to like some like relatable people with like actual normal stories or if then uh, maybe it's just like you know the i'm judging the books by the cover these people are going to be just as whacked out as the people from 90 day fiance before the 90 days 
That's a very good point you're raising because could it be a correction of what's happened? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think the other part is, Rob, we've just we've dealt with these this these couples for the last, what, 17, 16, 17 weeks. So they are so wild that anyone else would look normal by comparison. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, just looking at these couples, like it doesn't, I, I don't see like uh, like any couple with like 30 year age gaps or anything like that. Like we have what, uh, how many of those in this season? Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, yeah. when 90 day fiance uh, kicks off next week. And uh, Puya will have you every step of the way for a 90 day fiance season seven. Uh, nine. Nine. Oh my god. Nine. Okay. That's I think right. I, got, I think I got thrown off with. I think it was happily ever after season six. Yeah, happily ever after was season six. Uh, we, you and I, covered season eight of regular ninety day. Yeah, keep it up with the numbers are numbers are hard. Okay, we're not mathematicians here, but um, Rob, it, it, it you will be dearly missed. I want you to know that mm-hmm. personally, I, I will miss you, but I will hold it down moving forward with the Hot Mess Express. And I'll just give a teaser to people who are wondering who might be the first guest. Uh, the number one person in my life, my 90 day fiance oh. partner in crime, Liana Boris will be here to talk about episode one. I've actually already got all the guests locked up for the first five weeks. So we're, we're, we're sitting pretty here. We're going to okay. be set. Yeah. All right. Well, once uh survivor wraps up, let me uh, like hold the spot for me. I want to, you know, make sure I uh, keep me honest to uh, keep up with the show. I got you, Rob. If you need me to put, so if my thought, my thought was to immediately have you on for the tell-all. That is the easy mm-hmm. decision for me. I want you there for the mess. But then also, if I put you somewhere in the middle of the season, so you have to, yeah, keep I got to check in. It's a check-in. I got to check in. Let's do that. All okay. right, sounds good. All right, so let's pick up where we left off. Uh, so uh, we had uh, Kimberly. She had the reaction to Usman uh, that found out about Zara. She walked off, and you know, uh, we, Usman was like, "No, no, no! I can explain. I, I, I can explain. Listen to me. Listen to me." And but like his listen to him was like, I could have sex with anybody I want. Like, uh, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, uh, I stayed with Kimberly. That is not the defense you think it is, sir. He, mm-hmm. he literally yells out multiple times in, di- in different but same ways. If I want to have sex with anyone, I could, but I don't. Therefore, I am not being unfaithful. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, but you talk to someone else. We have the footage of you shirt buttoned down on bed talking to Zara, mm-hmm. the woman who you sang for, yeah. you serenaded. Yes, wrote a song for. I, I still haven't heard a, a Kimberly song. And uh, let me tell you, I have checked his YouTube. I have mm-hmm. kept an eye on it throughout the season. Uh, there is no Kimberly song. So. Yeah. So my big question with this uh, reunion show is like, how many weeks ago was this? Like, what sort of updates uh, do we have from this? Like, I need an update like from the reunion show. So what we do know, based on something that was said in this reunion about when they recorded, uh, it was when Johnny said that he's going to come through closer to the end of February. And someone said also for about a month from now. So I think this was recorded somewhere in the tail end of January or okay. middle of January is my bet. OK, got it. I got it. Uh, and I wish I had like an update on like uh, what couples are still together because I could have sworn I went to Jimena's Instagram during the season and she had like mm-hmm. a boyfriend. Oh, no. 
<laughs> well, honestly, they 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 now this is like what the third time where they've ended an episode with them getting back together, and then they're really not. So I wouldn't be surprised if if that was the case. We can we can try and find that information though while we're on the pod. See if uh, we get the updates on where everyone is now. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Usman is asked, uh, Usman, why didn't you tell Kimberly about the phone call with Zara? Uh, and his answer, I forgot. Yep. Great defense. The old, yeah, they remember my bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have in my notes, Ella should stay out of this. Oh, definitely. This is the last couple <laughs> Ella needs to get involved with because her time hasn't even come yet. Mm hmm. And we know what they're going to unveil about her. So this was an interesting choice for Ella to try and maybe jump in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, Kimberly gets back onto the set, her and uh, Jamal. And, you know, uh, Usman is like yelling. And um, Jamal said, why, you know, why are you so if you didn't do anything wrong, why are you so defensive about this? Yeah, which is a fair question. Very fair question. And if you have done nothing wrong, you would not be raising your voice like this, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Although I could potentially see a scenario where if you are on Zoom and everybody else is not like I could see the scenario where maybe you might be raising your voice a little bit more. Yeah, I feel for the for the non-U.S. citizens who are at the reunion, because that must be the most frustrating thing. You are not present to mm-hmm. immediately speak. I don't know how Didn't much slow Jasmine down. Uh, no, Jasmine was on top. Jasmine was pretty much there. Like she was the most there of everyone mm-hmm. digitally there. But I don't I would hate it. I would hate if if I was zoomed into a hangout and I'm the only one on Zoom, I would not like that. It would not feel great. Yeah. Hamza, he is going to like he was very quiet in part one, uh, but he makes his uh, feelings known a little bit more. Uh, he definitely feels like that uh, Usman was not considering Kim. Yes, 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 yes. Hamza, who would have thought? Hamza out here, probably the biggest voice of reason, yeah. the nicest person on the panel. By Love f- that. By far, by far. Easily. Um, yeah. Mike also thinks that Usman was wrong. He's, uh, you know, weighing in quite a bit as well. Yeah, again, it's it's so funny to me, the ones that are speaking when they haven't even had their segment yet. Like, Hold jo- you do not know what people are going to say about you. Do not fuel the fire. You're basically saying, hey, come at me when my time comes. So don't love yeah. that as a choice. And then that's kind of it for Kim and Usman. We don't really get uh, too much more with them. Uh, what's the status of this relationship? They're just going to they're still working on this. Kim and Usman have had a unhappy split based on social media posts from Kimberly. So. When was this? Are no more. Uh, this is an article from two days ago from Screen Rant that has all the couples, if they're still together okay, or not. Okay, you got any of the deets? What happened? That I would love to know. That that would require a little bit more digging onto Kimberly's social medias, and I don't know what her mm-hmm. tags are. Okay. So. All right. Yeah, so updates after the tell-all from In Touch magazine. Okay. So according to some of these news reports, are Usman and Kimberly still together? This is what we could tell. So on Valentine's Day, Kimberly wrote, happy Valentine's Day. Love is love. Um, And then she had on March 3rd, Kim and Soja Boy appeared on a joint Instagram live. It seems 
very much like they are together. Um, I did see a Screen Rant article that said they weren't, but I'm also not seeing those posts about an unhappy split. So yeah, nobody knows anything. No, I think I think the best we can do is go with our guts here. And I think my gut is telling me that they are together still. Okay. All right. So there was. We'll talk about our our updated power rankings at the end of this. Yeah. Oh, and I'm very excited for that. The finale of this week, this of the season's power, rankings. power rankings. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yes, yeah, for Kim and, and Usman, uh, I guess uh, didn't think it would. I was a doubter, but I don't know. I guess they're still together. Listen, at the end of the day, I got a nice dinner out of it. So I'm very happy for them yeah. and for me. Yes. So thank you. Yes. Okay. All right. So we're going to do our Johnny and Ella segment. And Ella last week, you know, was confronted by a few of the panelists about Mm -hmm. how she uh, had had a physical relationship with some guy. Couldn't find him for the tell all. Just a guy. Don't Mm -hmm. worry about it. Some random. Some rando. (laughs) Like, well, how did they not get the guy? Well, like we talked to Ben's friend, Jessica. Yeah, Ben's friend Jessica, who had like two strings of lines of DMs back and forth with Gino, got on. But Ella and this big story, this big gap in the story that we still did not get. It's interesting. I wonder if they tried to reach out and didn't get the person said, I don't want to come on or they just didn't bother. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could st- I could see the guy uh, maybe declining this spot anyway. Yeah. So, um. She talks about how, like, here's what happened, okay? My love language is touch, all right? So I don't feel I don't feel loved unless I'm getting touched. And so that's what happened. You know, it's as that's, simple as that. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to to understand. Mm-hmm. There are five languages of love minus physical touch, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is kind of a hall pass for any time I want. Just like it, like, oops, needed the Oopsies. love language. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so um, the cast is is pretty hard on Ella. Uh, Memphis uh, is, you know, you shouldn't be in a long distance relationship. Kim tells Ella she has zero respect for her. Honestly, I side with the, with the rest of the cast on this one. Again, as someone who has been in a long distance relationship, if that is not for you, then don't do it. Um, And like, the thing is, I understand the love language of physical touch. I get it. And it's difficult, Mm -hmm. but also that isn't just a free pass to, you know, do stuff and ask for forgiveness later at all. So, and and we also, and I think everyone saw how hurt Johnny was. And I think everyone was quick to defend Johnny for that reason. When again, Johnny's only delaying the trip for safety health reasons. Mm -hmm. So, He's not being nefarious with the reasons he's delaying it. So I I can't sympathize with with Ella in this instance because you sign up for a long distance relationship, you should know what it entails. Mhm. Okay. So Johnny uh you know, he didn't really want to know about this. Uh, he doesn't like to talk about it. Uh Jasmine had some ideas for for what what Ella could have been doing. Yeah, Jasmine said, "Listen, I got some, I got some thoughts, some, some suggestions, if you will." Yeah. Um, Rob, do you want to go down the list of the stuff that Jasmine said? <laughs> I didn't pull the clip, but, uh, but do you have it? 
So there was conversations of uh, self-touch. Yes, yes. That could help. Yes. Uh, The use of dildos could help. (laughs) This was, again, Jasmine's words. And then in the background, Usman's yelling, toys, toys. toys." Yes. Well, what is this, a family feud steal? (laughs) Good answer, good answer, good answer. Good answer. (laughs) Let's see if they show me plastic. Yeah, right? That was, somebody suggested plastic. Someone did say plastic, which yeah. I thought, okay, so toys. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, if faithful 90 Day Fiance viewers will remember that, remember we met Ella's friends who talked about that she has a collection already. Yes. She yes. has a toy collection at her house. That That is nothing. She's not short on that. She she's knows. not short on the collection. So, again, maybe maybe that would have been the route to go mm-hmm. in that instance. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Jasmine also asked a question that I I have asked myself of like, is this story for real? Did you really, did you really cheat on him or did you just want the attention? You wanted him to come. And Ellis said, no, it was real. Oof. Yeah. I also, I honestly thought, because again, there was no, we didn't see the guy. There wasn't, it didn't come up after that really picture of the guy. Anything. Like the story yeah. is a little sus, but yeah, uh, Ella, you know, says no, it's real. I mean, you have she has no reason to to lie about. It. Like she's not in put in a good light for admitting to this. You know what I mean? So I believe it. I believe yeah. it to be the case now. Would it be worse to say it really happened or to come clean and say actually it didn't happen? What would be the worst luck? I mean, it's straight up. It's a lose lose situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at this point, I feel like if you admit to have lied about it, I think it's worse. Because then it's like, oh, so you were using this to you hurt him for no reason, manipulate yeah. him. Yeah, that's too much. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So Sean does a Sean thing here, you know, <laughs> like no one else can do. She wants to know. So, what happened on your birthday? Like my birthday. birthday. Well, what about my, my birthday? birthday? Um, yeah. Did anybody come visit you on your birthday? Who narked on Ella? That is a great question because Sean knows that Sean's holding it back and Ella's playing deer in headlights, obviously. But yeah, we find out, Rob, that for Ella's birthday, a man flew out to her and spent the night. Not just any man, another man that she met in the quote Asian people chat. That is very much quote. That is exactly (laughs) what she said. Yeah, which. Then people said dating site and and she said, no, it's like a group. But then said, yeah, we met on the site, but then talked offline. So question marks. Yeah, I don't know. Like if it's not a dating site, then it's like, okay, this is Chad for Asian people. Why are you in there, Ella? Yeah, I think Rob, I think it's the same kind of website that that her and Johnny met on. And this is someone that she had talked to there that maybe they talked offline or maybe they, you know, exchanged socials. And let's say they're platonic, right? Because I think that's the the case that they're platonic, but he flies out. And then we still, I don't know. Did did we find out if Johnny knew about this? I think this is like uh, when I get into a conversation with my wife where she says that I knew something that I definitely did not know or would not have reacted uh, a certain way. uh, And and like, no, you knew this. I'm like, no, I definitely did not. (laughs) I would know. I would remember this. 
if I knew this. And so allegedly some guy came over and stayed at her house that she met in the Asian people chat. And it was only because her other friends ditched her that this guy had to fly in. Yeah, she was alone and she didn't want to spend her birthday alone. Mm-hmm. So this guy, this rando, because mm-hmm. Ella's so fun that this rando just flew in to have a like a platonic sleepover at her house. Yeah. So she does specify he stayed in the spare bedroom. Yeah. And was like, okay, so spare bedroom, cool. But then. This must have been planned. You know what I mean? Because when you're flying out somewhere, you book accommodations the same, or if not, before you book the flight. Like you will have a hotel mm-hmm. booked and stuff. So they must have planned this ahead of time. It wasn't like, oh, you could just stay the night. Like that's not how that goes. Mm-hmm. So, and then we, you know, the whole conversation with, with Johnny, it's like Johnny didn't really know or didn't really understand what she had said was happening. Or maybe Johnny didn't know who the guy was, right? Maybe Johnny didn't know, oh, it's from the, from this chat that you met him. So Johnny looked very hurt by this. I mean, Johnny's always <laughs> very hurt. <laughs> Johnny stays getting hurt. That's all Johnny's doing on this show is getting hurt left, right, and center. Yeah. It's a lot of like, Johnny, are you okay? And he's like, I'll be fine. Yeah. Stop <laughs> like holding back tears. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved uh, Memphis's line when Ella said, I didn't want to spend my birthday alone. And Memphis said, well, do you need, do you need people to coddle you? Is that what you're, is that what you need? Yes. Yes. Memphis. That is, <laughs> have you not been paying attention? And then um, Sean asked, well, was there, there was no kiss on the lips. And Ella replies, not this one. No, that is just say no. Just mm-hmm. say no. Well, mm-hmm. why do you have to say it like that? Yeah. Okay. But Johnny, that he is, will not back down. He's coming in one month to go to visit. Now, just to give the follow up, um, I don't know if we get any sort of photos. Um, uh, let's see, a side by side photo of him and Ella. Uh, that we have, but no, it's not. I don't know if he ever got there. Um, so oh yeah, see. Johnny ninety day. I'm following, looking at him on Instagram. I don't see photos of him ever. I see a photo of like a uh, Better Call Saul. I guess he's a big fan. Uh, be hyped for the next the final season. But on his Instagram, he has a photo. Uh, like of, of like a, a picture of him and a picture of Ella. And he says, I want to say, I still have confidence in you and I love you. It was wrong. I keep delayed. I will take 90% of responsibility for what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like that they still, I don't think he ever got there. I don't think so. Cause I'm also not seeing anything on, on her socials. He might've delayed it once again, potentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, poor uh poor Johnny. Uh you know, he's keeping keeping Ella waiting. Um we go to a break in the recording of the show. Uh and Sean, we I don't think I've seen this before. She comes and checks in on Ella. Like Ella, are you okay? Yeah. Ella, not okay. She's like, I thought we were good. I thought everything was fine. I didn't think that we were broken up. And then she said, come on. They're having they're 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 serving the lunch. Do you want to? Would you like some lunch? Would you like to come to come have lunch with the other, with the other ninety day fiance cast members? And Ella says, 
I've lost my appetite. Ella can't yeah. even eat lunch, Booyah. Ella was distraught, Rob. Ella mm-hmm. uses this time to then call uh, Johnny on her own video chat. And Johnny's the most reassuring man. Everything's good. Yeah. I don't blame you. We're we love fine. You. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still going to come see you. Rob, I, I will say I opened Ella's Instagram and the last post is from 19 hours ago. And uh, it says, I was a little disappointed in the tell all cast, but I respected everyone and did not lash out. However, I was attacked and unable to state that Johnny and I were in an open relationship. Oh, left that big piece of information out that that kernel of truth would have come and helped quite a bit. Um, Oh, second off, we had never even met. So you can be upset and think I cheated. Well, Sorry, you not meeting does not. Okay, that I disagree with. Well, yeah, that, um, well, that's like uh, I feel like that's the, the mahogany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you want to follow us, our journey will continue on ninety day diaries. Okay. All right. Well, I will cover ninety day diaries. I will keep an eye on it, and I'll keep everyone posted on the uh, Johnny and Ella update that I know everyone's going to be clamoring for. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah, the Johnny and Ella update. Okay. All right. Why don't we take our break here? We won't have lunch. Just a quick one. Okay. And when we come back, uh, can you believe we have another Gino and Jackie? They they monopolized the first tell-all, but there was so much there. Gino and Jasmine have another big segment coming up here in part two of the tell-all. We'll talk about it right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Puya, Gino on the witness stand uh, is the most like a uh, unreliable witness that you could ever imagine. Yeah, if if I'm ever in a situation where I need an expert witness or a witness, like we would like to call Gino to the stand, I'm like, listen, just just take me away. It's over. If he's on my side, I'm doomed to fail. He is the worst, Rob. He is so the bad. worst. Um, we t- spend some time sort of like relitigating the the nude photos. And Gino's story is that actually what happened was that a long time ago, I was trying to make my ex jealous and I sent her photos of Jasmine and I ax- I sent her a bunch of photos and I accidentally selected a photo that was a uh, the partially nude photo. And that was part of the photos that I sent to her and I shouldn't have done it. It was a mistake, but it was an accident. He tries to get out of situations the way 12 year old me would try to get out of situations. Like the, the story of I select, I was selecting photos from my gallery to send and I accidentally selected the topless one by mistake mm-hmm. is wild. It's a wild thing to make try and make us believe because then Jasmine points out, uh, but you sent three different pictures. It was three nudes, not no, one. No, no. Um, and I thought that Sean does a pretty good job here of like, so Gino, uh, Jasmine doesn't know what she's talking about. 
<laughs> yeah, and he it wasn't like so much like to say that he's like I I sent I sent one I sent one photo, and then and Jasmine's like Gino, come on, come on, Gino, stop it, yeah. Which again, Gino is ridiculous. Like he, and also of course, there's no proof of this because Gino's deleted the the chat. So mm-hmm. what do you have to like? Yeah. Gino's the worst. He just he can't make his bed and lie in it. He just simply cannot. He will, even though he knows he probably looks horrible and no one believes him, he will die on this hill, Rob. He will. He didn't do anything. Yeah. And just he says, nope, nope. The story keeps changing. And, you know, you just run out of like, you get bored asking him the same question over again. Mike is piling on. Why'd you delete the photos if nothing was wrong? Ella, she's recovered. She's back to piling on. Gino. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So they do, uh, let's take a break. And we get a a bunch of these segments where it's kind of weird. It's like the show isn't taking a break, but like, it's just like, all right, let's take a break from doing this. And then let's just like, uh, let everybody, you know, wander about on the site. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The 90 day has been doing this. I don't remember at this point how long it's been, but for as long as we've covered the show, they like making their tell all feel like, ooh, it's like not really formal and it's behind the curtains. And when we take a break, you still see everything. And it's basically, yeah, everyone funnels into the green room. Everyone is, you know, talking about reflecting on what just happened or what's to come. And they edit these things in and then we segue into back to the tell all mm-hmm. again. Yeah. I mean, this would be wild if they did this like at the survivor finale. It's like, all right, when we come back, we'll hear from um, everybody's favorite, Marianne, right after this. And then we like, we stick with like, uh, everybody's talking like, oh my God, can you believe Jeff asked that question? Like, uh, oh my God, he better not come to me next. Like, hey, stay out of my business. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it'd be wild. It would be, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'd be very into it. I, yeah. would, I would love that. Yeah. That'd be fun. Okay. All right. So during the break, Ben, who hasn't gotten to talk much yet on the tell-all, like, uh, again, I guess he's a former preacher, but is being super, like, preachy to everybody and talking yeah. about how, you know, hey, uh, who's he saying this to Jasmine, to Gino, about how you got to get, like, a good therapist to talk through your relationship issues? Ben, who are you? Who yeah. are you to give anybody relationship advice? Get off your high horse. We all watched you go to Peru for someone you didn't know existed. Stop. You are not the pinnacle of understanding here. Right, right. He's like, I've counseled a lot of couples. I know what you're saying that I could use a counseling too, but uh, shut up. Could you imagine? How bad do your relationship problems have to be, Puya, before you go to Ben? that's when you know you're in the pits. Like Ben should be the one you look at and think, Oh, I guess we're not that bad. I guess we're Mm -hmm. doing great. Like that's how you use him to your benefit is that way. And only that way. Mm -hmm. Anything else doesn't up. Honestly, he lost us last week. I mean, he lost us a long time ago, but when he enters the fray into this tell all with, all right, I'm going to say some generalized stuff, but like men are like lions and women are like gazelles. And we love the shot. (laughs) Stop it. All right. So we're going to have a whole uh, Ben and Mahogany segment. Although I will say, if I was going to give some feedback, 
I don't think we really like heard a lot from Ben and maybe you could say like, okay, well, we, we didn't need to hear from him, but uh, he does not need to like the, the show does not really have him account for much of his actions. We really get into, I think it was a mistake to bring in Ben's friend, Jessica so early on because it really just devolves into this random woman who the word on the street is that she loves drama. And I have to say that I think that that is the correct prognosis because she is like fighting with everybody on the cast. And we, she was in five seconds of the show and really like took all of Ben's airtime. Yeah. You know, it really, the Ben and Mahogany segment basically became a triple threat match between uh, Jessica Mahogany and Jasmine. Yeah. That's what it felt like. We did it. I not enough dunking on Ben for my liking. Right. I feel like he had a lot coming to him. Didn't get any right. of that. We didn't even get like. Uh, so Ben, you are uh, fifty. Uh, you chased a twenty-four-year-old woman uh, who, uh, or, or a twenty-two-year-old woman that you thought was twenty-four uh, around Peru for uh, a fair amount of time. Uh, like, why are you like this? Uh, there was almost none of that. No. And even the um, the clips they showed us of him, they showed us him going to that Airbnb that she played off as her place. I would have loved to see some of the other clips like him going to the Airbnb or to the hotel room and she's not there. That would have been more appealing to me. So I feel like he got let off easy. Like if I'm Ben, I leave this all thinking I won because all that happened to me really is. You know, some people got some licks in on me, but they didn't show me the worst side of me. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of the attention went to Jessica. And I do think ultimately everyone can agree that Ben was a very bad friend to Jessica. That is undisputed for sure. But also I do agree with you in that Jessica did make it about her. Like she inserted herself a lot deeper. So for example, stories. yeah, Nelsie, who was definitely more featured in the Mike and Jimena storyline. I could see her feeling the need to speak more. I barely remember Jessica being on this show. She it was moment. only in the one scene where yes. that Ben like went to like lunch with some friends to tell them that he had met Mahogany. That was it. So it was not that was not even the person that he was like on FaceTime with like during the season or any, any other point. So um, Jessica that uh, she really like got herself like into the mix by that Gino messaged her. And honestly, like, uh, maybe Gino was hitting on her. Like, maybe he wasn't, but like, uh, this was like, of all the things that Gino did wrong this season, like, I don't think in the top 10 was messaging Jessica and asking her, um, are, are you Italian? Cause you look Sicilian. Right. I feel like, I feel like it's, this is a great thing to inject to Gino to make him sweat sure, it out more. Sure. Sure. So but that's, that's it. Like we could we could have just had the text, and we didn't need Jessica there. Yeah, honestly, there's probably worse DMs he sent. Let's be probably, honest. Probably, probably, there's okay. probably worse ones that got deleted and no one knows about. So, with all that being said, it just it basically almost converts from being a Ben and Mahogany segment to a Ben and Jessica segment where they're hurling insults mm -hmm. at each other, and it's like a whole mess. This friendship implodes right before our eyes, which was. Fun to watch. I guess it was nice to see some drama, but also it wasn't the drama I wanted. Mm -hmm. I personally wanted a drama between the cast people, the cast mates more. Yeah. All right. 
So I, I didn't mention, I think that the worst moment of the whole tell all for me was uh, when they're talking about how did Ben like uh, get notice from Mahogany that she wasn't interested in him and like wh- who would have left when they got to Peru and she was ghosting him for two days and Gina was like, well, if I love, if it was somebody I loved, I think I would have stayed there and tried to look for her. And then Gino and Ben fist bump. He's like, yeah, you got my back, Gino. It's the, the world's worst fist unholy bump. alliance. Yeah. 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 It's like the last two people I want to see like buddying down, but alas, here we are. Um, well, eventually when they do a 90 day friends edition where it's people from the universe being friends, that's the, yeah. that's when you, you put the, you know, the fuel on the fire and like light the whole thing up. Cause I don't want to see that. Yeah. So I really think that Jessica might've been angling for at least a 90 day diary, uh, in uh, her <laughs> segment here because, all right. So here's, uh, Ben's friend and, um, Jessica says, uh, this was painful for her to watch. I mean, <laughs> you and me both, Jessica, am I right? <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a lot. So can I speak on something here? I'm intrigued about mahogany in all this because mahogany. um, So obviously, like, for example, for um, Hamza, they've brought in an interpreter to translate everything Hamza says because Hamza doesn't have a good grasp on the English language. Um, I feel like we've seen mahogany speak English completely fine, very easy to understand. So I was surprised. That Mahogany spent the first half not speaking in English and then the second half speaking in English because I I thought I was confused, I guess is what I'm trying to say, because I didn't think she struggled with the language. It could be like a self-conscious thing of she doesn't feel like her English might be great. So maybe she's not she doesn't want to speak that. But then later she was speaking in English anyway. Mm -hmm. So, again, Color me confused. I was just confused about it. Well, I, don't, I think you could speak to this better than I could, but I feel like that when uh, like emotions are high, I'm sure like it's uh, an extra mm. step to try to like do the translation as opposed to just having like a normal like civil conversation. No, that is right. That is right. I well, in my moments of of if I have a lot of heat. Um, I will say stuff in Farsi sometimes. So that definitely makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, and as far as like translators go, I feel like that they had like so many Spanish speakers on the cast. Like, I feel like that they felt like maybe they didn't need like to have like, oh, yeah. any translation that they had like uh, ample translations from, uh, you know, uh, the different Spanish speakers on this cast. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, Jimena spoke um, during her segment, which I haven't gone to yet. And like Jasmine spoke back with her. So like that definitely makes a lot of sense there. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. So, okay, so here's the thing with with Ben and Mahogany. Right. So Ben, we find out, has gone back to Peru Mm -hmm. after the recording of the show to meet up with Mahogany. He told her no cameras. I want to prove to you that I care about you without cameras. And they've rekindled stuff. Right. But. He's also documented this stuff on his own, like on his, you know, little phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when Mahogany sees this, she gets very upset with him, Rob. Well, it almost sounds like the Mahogany not even know that Ben was on 90 Day Fiance. I mean, she no, she knew she the first visit. She fully knew he okay. had a camera crew with him. Well, There's did no she way. know that he was coming with a camera crew? Oh, the first time. Yeah. Oh, because I feel like no. that she said he, uh, that she didn't know he was being filmed. Right. OK, so then that makes sense. That makes sense that um she was entrapped into 90 day out the gate initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. 
He uh, says, like, I'm looking at uh, the uh, an article from Screen Rant about how um, Ben says the show ruined his relationship. As per Ben, Mahogany didn't want any attention or to become a celebrity uh, from before the 90 days uh, because she has a beautiful heart off camera. All Mahogany wanted to know was to get to get to know Ben. I made this impossible by convincing her to be on the show. Was this all a mistake? It certainly damaged our relationship. No, you damage your relationship because you put it to be a part of the show. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. You, again, you signed up for this. You know what I mean? You signed up for the show. You cannot be upset because she was upset with the cameras or because people are commenting on your relationship. When you sign up to be on the show, you're saying, hey, let the world speak mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Well, Jessica is kind of like the attack dog for Ben. And Mm -hmm. then wants to know to Mahogany, this was painful. Did you even love him? Why did you ask him for $1,000 if you didn't love him? Comes back to the money. Yeah. Yeah. And Mahogany says, listen, I said borrow. I said borrow. He said, okay, but you don't have to pay me back. So why is it on me to have to pay him back? Which Mm -hmm. is fair. Yeah. And yeah, this kind of like was getting a little gross for me of like where Ben was like justifying the thousand dollars of like, Hey, like I gave her the thousand dollars, but it was worth it because of that I got but like, like, well, hold on. Don't make this a transaction. Like, uh, she needed money. Like you're, you're saying you traded the thousand dollars for a companionship. Like that's like Gino SB, uh, status. Like, that was very weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like, if, if like I loan you money and then you don't, you don't pay me back, but like we like hang out for like, uh, a, a, a couple of months uh it's like well like it was worth the time that we got to hang out like it's a little weird oh it's very rob it's very let's say very because i agree it's like if i asked you for rob can you like front me 500 dollars and he's get something and you're like you know what like the amount of time we've spoken together and like the jokes the times you made me laugh yeah you've earned that money that's weird like i didn't know mm-hmm. what are you doing like that is not okay and i i didn't understand this as a defense from him at all just say that you loved her and wanted to help her out mm-hmm. and no one would bat an eye. Yeah. That would be completely fine. And so then Jessica's like, and, and if you were so weird about being on camera, why is all your photos, provocative photos on Instagram? Yeah. What was that? Like you creeped on Mahogany's Instagram and then you deduced just because Mahogany likes to post pictures of herself. Um, what did she say? Promiscuously or provocatively? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that doesn't mean she? Yeah. Always, that's the one time I sided with Ben. Was Ben said she didn't want to be on Facetime? I respected that. I was like, I that is a great answer. That's yeah. the only thing you've said that's good. And if her photos are so provocative, then how come she only has seventeen thousand followers on Instagram, Jessica? Yeah, what's up with that, Jessica? I only see three photos on her Instagram. Did she delete her Instagram? Uh, official Instagram for before the nine days. I also saw that uh, Mahogany is on Cameo. Ooh, how much is the old Cameo bucks? Oh, let's see. Okay, um, Mahogany. I mean, that, that look that there are a lot of reality stars with the racy Instagram photos. I would not uh, put Mahogany in that category. Uh, Mahogany's fine. Jessica's talking utter nonsense. Like uh, this is not, you know, like. Uh, uh, this is like, uh, you know, pr- pr- pretty close to PG for Instagram. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, 90 Day Fiance cameo. Uh, Mahogany on cameo. Let's see. Uh, there's Alina is on cameo. Uh, Usman is on uh, cameo. Mike is on cameo. Mike. Uh, okay. Kimberly. 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 Okay. So the whole new cast is all. Uh, they, they, they're out here. How much? Oh, yeah, they all did. How much for a Mike cameo? A Mike cameo will run you $60. Ella. How about Ella? Ella. Ella. A. A. I don't see Ella. Um, I see her. She's $40? Uh, $50. Okay. Yeah. Okay. M- Memphis, $45. That's probably the most reasonable one mm-hmm. of everyone we've named so far. Yeah. Let's see. These prices oh, are Jasmine, Jasmine $50 cameo. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't see uh, Mahogany. Is she going by her real name? Is her real name not Mahogany? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Mahogany was like her stage name. All right. Let's search up Mahogany and not 90 Day. We'll yes. pop up that. Let me see. I think Jasmine would do, give you a good cameo. Let me see. Here's Jasmine. Hold on. Let me volume on. You're doing great. I just wanted to remind you to book your cameos because they are the perfect. Christmas present. Christmas present. Okay. Hello, my beautiful and gorgeous Simone. How are you doing? You know who is this? Yes. Yasmin, your Panamanian friend. I I don't like nice Jasmine. I I like, I want Jasmine like to roast people on cameo. (laughs) You you want, so what you want is. Yeah. yeah, You want someone to get. You're dumber than Gino. (laughs) Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Caleb is uh, $44. Can you imagine uh, wanting a cameo from Caleb from 90 Day Fiance? I was about to say who? And then I was like, oh, yeah, the guy who's not on the show anymore. (laughs) Um, I saw Alina and Alina's friend together for $69, I think. Okay. All right. Yeah. So is is Mahogany, is, is, is she off? I don't see, I'm not seeing a link, Rob. I am not seeing a link here. Right? I I mean, did I dream this? Mahogany was on Cameo? No, I see an article of someone posting um, that Mm -hmm. Mahogany. Oh, Rob, if you go to, oh, no, it's been removed. So I see an article that has a tweet or that someone posted on the Reddit, actually, not a tweet. Yeah, Mahogany Raka surprises fans by joining Cameo. Yeah, if you scroll down, there should be a little Reddit post about it. Okay. Um, so, hey, guys, Mahogany, I'll say two things. Uh, and so uh, one of them, I guess, is that she wants to uh, be on camera, but she speaks English fluently in the video. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. All right. Boy, the plot always thickens. Okay. Uh, Mahogany claims she didn't want to make her cameo page, but sharing things with you is what I want to do. Uh, she watched Bridgerton and that's her new personality. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, always uh, thickens. Oh, that's what a TLC two. viewer, uh, said. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Here's, uh, let's see. Um, Okay. All right, that was that's what's whatever uh, with mahogany. Uh, we're not getting any cameos from mahogany. Um, we're never seeing mahogany yeah. back. Anyway, I'm surprised so. Jessica Ben's friend isn't on cameo. I was I, well, honestly, I want to try and see if Jessica is doing like if if she because my thought was why are you inserting yourself in this drama if you are not about it? 
because you're probably going to promote something or you have a business mm-hmm. that you're trying no, to get out I there, think, right? I think so, Ben had it right. I think she just likes, <laughs> she just likes drama. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I think Ben had it right. And I think she had it right about Ben, that he is selfish, a narcissist, mm-hmm. all the other things she said. I quite enjoyed this segment for that part of it. Well, yeah, we'll get there because she's about to do a heel turn. This is like uh, like in <laughs> WWE uh, where we we see like uh, where, you know, uh, you know, I, I pick your era of wrestling where somebody's about to just like turn on their tag team partner very easily because Kim starts piling on Ben about how Mahogany is running game on him that we see Jasmine says that Ben is giving uh, pervert vibes and then <laughs> allegedly um, that Mahogany says that Ben claimed that Jessica loves to be in the drama and Jessica's like what what you said I love drama Okay, that's it. And then we go right into, uh, and Jasmine adds in that Jessica is more fake than Mahogany's filters, which Mahogany like goes nuts. She's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell her. <laughs> like, and, uh, that was a double burn. That was, those are rare. Those are rare. But she did get two with one. So mm-hmm. honestly, Rob, I think what this episode told me more than anything is that this will most definitely not be the last of Gino and Jasmine on this show. They are... coming back in some capacity. Okay. Uh, So they're coming back um, that Jasmine says she kind of stands up for Gino. She's like, he's not, you're not even his type. Uh, Fair. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jessica's so fake. And then they get into like, is Ben pitting mahogany against Jessica? Um, And Ben is like, well, no, I'm not really pitting them against each other. I'm, I'm, I'm telling, I'm just telling the truth. And Jessica like goes off on Ben as is that he's fake and he's a narcissist and he's delusional. Rightfully so, because he's a fraud. He's a two faced person. (laughs) I don't blame her, Rob, because he's telling he's sitting there telling Mahogany all these negative things about Jasmine. And then he's going to Jasmine like, oh, I'm so heartbroken. Like she doesn't. I did so much. And she's not like he is painting himself as the victim to both people. Well, I mean, like what did what, we don't really know what he said to mahogany. It sounds like he said to mahogany that, yeah, Jessica, that she loves to be dramatic and be in the center of all the drama. Yes. Like again, this is indisputable. <laughs> like based on what we know, like, uh, like I, I get like, I can see the frustration where if Ben is like crying to his friends about like, Oh, mahogany doesn't talk to me. Like, Oh, that's it. And they're like, okay, well like you should like, this is a bad relationship, a bad scene for you. And he's like, Oh, you're right. I should break it off with her. And then he goes back to mahogany. Like I get it. That's frustrating, but I don't know. Did he really, was he really being super two faced about Jessica? Well, the way I see it, right. Is that Jessica, he talks to Jessica about how, you know, he's heartbroken about mahogany. Right. And then Jessica says, Forget her. She's not worth your time. She is bad. Blah, 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 blah. Ben goes back to Mahogany, tries to patch things up and says, you know, my friend, she was saying some negative things about you, but like, she's wrong. What was she saying? It's like, oh, you know, just this, that and whatever. And like, she's just dramatic. Don't worry about her. Mm -hmm. And that's how I think it happened where, you know, the friend tells you this person's no good for you. You're like, you're right. And then you go back with them. And then if it comes up that like, you know, you decide to be honest and you're like, oh, I had these reservations and thoughts, but this person put them in my head. I think that's what happened there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a very plausible scenario. Definitely. With Ben and any of this is plausible. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, um, Jessica is uh, going going off. Uh, allegedly, uh, Mahogany and Ben are, are still together, but then Mahogany says that uh, Ben needs to prove more. Yeah, because I think, you know, again, it goes back to the camera talk. So um, if we're going off of the fact that Mahogany was blindsided with, with the 90-day show, right? And then... Ben goes back with the promise of like, I, I'm going to come without cameras because I want to show you my love for you, but then has taken footage that she is upset with, which I'm confused because if it's a phone, you know, the photos are being taken, you know, the videos mm-hmm. are going to be taken. So I don't understand what you thought was happening there. Um, so yeah, Mahogany definitely is upset about this now. Okay. All right. So I think, I guess it's like inconclusive if they're together or not. I would say so, right? I mm-hmm. feel like I checked Ben's Instagram and the last, honestly, the problem with this tell is that everyone's latest picture is with the couple because the tell all just happened last night. So everyone is, is there. So Ben wrote, Mahogany is one of the kindest, most sincere and loving people I've ever met, but TV gives a very small, heavily edited sample of who someone is. She was incredibly wise to not immediately accept me unconditionally into her life and rightfully question my intentions when I came with an entire TV show. Off camera, she has a beautiful heart. People may never know. Mm-hmm. That tells me they're not together. Yeah. Okay. That's how it feels. All right. Who cares? Spend mahogany. <laughs> bye bye. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's just move on from uh, Ben and mahogany. Um, all right. So we now we go uh, like uh, back to the the green room, and uh, there's some like buzz about. Hey, what do you think is going on with Mike and Jimena? <laughs> uh, everyone in the green room, Rob, does not like Jimena. Nobody everyone. likes Jimena. Everybody's very pro Mike, which, okay, that's a interesting uh, position, but um, they feel bad for Mike. Again, they may not have seen like the last couple episodes where, you know, Mike is calling her the B word and everything like that. So um, they're fe- they feel bad for Mike. Um, ben says like, boy, Mike, I guess he didn't get that wake up call. Like, listen, you are exactly the same. Yeah. Stop it. You like, I don't know. You practice what you preach because you're not doing that right now. Uh, what I found fascinating was so everyone's laying into Jimena, pro Mike, poor Mike. They're like, you know, cheering him on. And then Mike's takeaway right before we come back from the break is, yeah, I feel like I'm going to have to defend Jimena today. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, that's how you took it. You're like, all right, they're wrong. I need to prove them wrong. I need to defend Jimena here. Right. And so he's feeling like I'm really, really dreading Nelsie and John coming on. It's really going to be bad. It's not good. This is not going to be good. <laughs> Um, so, and it won't be. So, all right, let's get to talking about, um, Mike and Jimena here. And so, um, before, before this, very bizarrely, Memphis stands up, walks off the set. She has to leave. Yeah, so she right before they went to break, she got up because she wasn't feeling good. She said she has a headache to the producer or one of the people there. And then when we came back from break, Memphis walks back onto stage, but she's in her like full winter gear, wearing her coat, wearing a mask. And she's like, yeah, I don't feel well. I'm going to leave. But Hamza's staying. So Hamza gets uh, kept in. 
This was so bizarre of uh, my head is banging. The lights are making it worse. Okay, So why can't she go backstage? Why, like, why did she have to leave this, the, the building? Like, this is so odd. Well, it's especially interesting because Hamza sticks around. Like, if it's very bad, I would imagine Hamza would leave with. So I don't know. It might be an environment thing. She might have left to, like, you know, go do something else, maybe. Maybe go back to the their daughter. So I'm not sure what the exact reasoning was, but it was very abrupt. And the reason why we're even questioning stuff is because we didn't get a lot mm-hmm. of information. Okay. So there's some fan theories, according to this. Uh, this is from CheatSheet.com. Some fans have okay. theories. One fan wrote, I heard a theory that Memphis and Hamza are going to be on the show next season. And the producers don't want to have them giving away details that could be on the show in the future. So they had to say she's feeling sick and leaving. Puya. Not buying this one. Uh, I mean, uh, how many 90 day couples have we seen over and over and over again at these all these different tell alls? Like half the stuff that sets up the next season is stuff that happened in the tell all. If there's something 90 days not going to do is shy away from giving you too much of a a couple. So Mm -hmm. this I don't buy. I think. That's not the case. Okay. I, I next theory. If there's somebody another. else who says um, that uh, I don't want to defend her, but I have a migraine disorder that makes it impossible for me to be in public when I'm having an attack. Bright lights and noise can trigger this. I believe this is what happened to her because uh, this is what the symptoms are uh, were, and a person without migraines wouldn't necessarily know this, but a person with migraines can recognize when this is about to happen. That I believe. That I think is what happened here. Hmm. Yeah, just so weird of, um, you know, like uh, and then Hamza like is is like gonna like didn't leave with her. Yeah, Hamza sticks uh, sticks back. And this is because I assumed, oh, they're going to have like a Memphis and Hamza segment, which spoiler alert, they didn't. Or if they did, they cut from the show. So we Mm -hmm. didn't have like a complete spotlight on them for longer than like five, four minutes here. Yeah, because she w- walked off and she said, I'm about to go and get something. And then she said, I can't. Uh, and then she just left. I mean, does she feel like that, like the heat was about to like get turned up on her and that she might have just got cold feet and said, like, I, I can't, I don't, don't want to ask a, like a bunch of questions about the prenup and everything like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like because, I mean, it's an interesting story, right? They're the only couple who are both there. So you'd think they would want to put a spotlight on that and ask them a little bit about it. Um, But I will say I am intrigued that they are not on the 90 Day Fiance season. That to me says we're not going to see them again. I feel like that was their one shot to have them there. I feel like they they that could honestly lead me to believe they might not be together anymore. Are Memphis and Hamza still together? Okay, let's see. Let's uh, just type this in and then they give you a bunch of articles. Okay. Um, So uh, Hamza's Instagram status spoils relationship with Memphis. uh, But what does it mean? Um, That they... um, Oh, she... uh, Memphis started posting cryptic Instagram updates alluding to their split. Um, Mm -hmm. So are are they not together? Well, that's the thing is that I've seen that. I've seen those that allude that they're not together. But then also um, Memphis and Hamza five days ago, about five days ago, Mm -hmm. Hamza posted a picture of him with his with a Mercedes. And then Memphis posted the same picture with the same Mercedes. So they believe they're still together. Yeah. So is she just like like messing with people? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the 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 thing is there wasn't enough the, a lot of clarification. So we don't know if these are re- referrals to her previous hey, relationship. Do you have to mess with people to get clout? Like, uh, do you get like Instagram followers if you post like cryptic things? Oh, Rob, it's the it's the oldest. Like, think about um the MSN Messenger days. You put a sad status up. Someone asks you what's wrong, or a Facebook status, and if someone mm-hmm. says what's wrong, you're like nothing. Like, well, then why'd you post that? I remember being like, why'd you, why'd you put that there? I'm going to ask you how you're feeling. Um, but again, I don't know. It could just be a moment where she wants to share from her heart. Is it about the previous partner? Maybe. Is this a situation where the NDA doesn't allow her to speak on it more or specifically? Maybe. Yeah. Is it, you know, just to, you know, get the bump ups on the headline? I don't know. Okay. The honest truth is I don't know, but I think they're still together is what I'm going to predict. Because again, I don't know a hundred, hundred percent. All right. We've got Mike and Jimenez still to go. They're going to take up the rest of the 90 day fiance tell all. Why don't we take uh, one more break? When we come back, uh, let's dive into everything. Mike and Jimenez from the tell all. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams. And come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. We have Mike in the studio. Jimena is on Zoom. Uh, they are back together, allegedly. Um, but there's some piling on with Jimena. And uh, Jasmine is going to be going back and forth uh, with Jimena for quite a bit. Yes, I think this is the the couple a lot of the cast were waiting to talk about and talk to specifically. Mm-hmm. I think that um because the thing is, Rob, you mentioned earlier, you didn't know how much they've seen. I am still as confused of how much they've seen because like in one of the on breaks, AstroTurf, right? Yeah, in one of the breaks though, I feel like I heard one of them, maybe it was Kim, talk about how she was upset that Mike. She, uh, Jimena didn't let Mike say goodbye to the kids. So she, at the very least, Kim had seen until Mike was denied saying goodbye to the kids, which would have been what one of the last two episodes. So do they get screeners perhaps? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe they, they shared like moments ahead of time, but maybe then they, no one knew about, but then Kim didn't know about the Zara call. So how did, did she they know watch about like this? this season on 90 day fiance? <laughs> maybe that's what they got. Or did, 
Mike tell her that already? Did Mike let her know that that was happening? I wonder if maybe they have like a super cut of like, all right, here are things that are going to come up in future episodes that we're going to talk about at the tell all, but they leave out like the things that are going to be like the real big, like shock moments that they want to show them on the set. Mm -hmm. I could see that. I could see that because you need those moments. Like seeing uh, Kim storm off after that video, that was worth having on the tell all. So maybe they do give them a different cut. It's just so weird that they talk to people about like their segments, but then like just the whole peanut gallery is there to sort of like weigh in on everybody else's horrible relationship. It's like watching a talk show, like a taping of a talk show, but you get to pipe up if you don't like the guest. It's mm-hmm. it's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody has a turn like getting to tell their story, but they're also just allowed to say whatever they want about other people's stories. That's why I love the tell-alls, Rob. They're yeah, phenomenal. it's wild. Okay. All right, so we get into does uh, Jimena, does she love Mike? Uh, and then she talks about how um, she needs more time. She is uh, she loves Mike, but she's not in love with Mike. Um, Kim is uh, such a Mike sympathizer. A lot of them were. I was very shocked by how many people are out here, you know, supporting Mike. I, I guess... A lot of them have to take sides. Like they think, oh, this person or this person, we are firm. You could not like either person. Like that is a thing you can, is very normal and allowed in the 90 day universe. Yeah. I can hate both of you. That is completely yeah. fine. And again, I really, I suspect that they did not see the worst of Mike at the end of the season. I, I think that maybe they saw up until maybe Mike's proposal or something like that. Mm. I feel like they did not see like that whole second act of like Mike going back and her wanting the surgery and then basically just like kicking Mike out. Although um, we did see where Kim said, you kicked him out of a house and he's paying the rent there. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, Mike gets a pass for for this whole uh, money business, but then Ben was not given the pass for the money business. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting to me that that is a difference here. But I think ultimately it all boils down to the fact that Jimena was treating Mike harshly on the show, right? And I think that's how they showed us it. And, you know, Jimena was getting upset for smaller things as well. There were like, Moments where we're like, yeah, you're being, you stop owling, stop creeping on her while she's asleep, like stop staring. But then also the whole like him, you know, being messy. So I think that's part of it too. Is like, he loves you so much. Why can't you over like, and he's trying so hard because that was the thing is that the other part is Jimena was never shown or told to change anything. Mike was the one who was show, told to change things and he was trying and he wasn't getting through. So I think that's what caused them all to sympathize with them. All right. So let's get to John and Nelsie. They're going to come out. Mike looks like he's about to cry before uh, John and Nelsie are uh, are coming out. It's like These are your friends, Mike. Yeah. I mean, these are your friends. You shouldn't dread seeing them. But like Mike said, Rob, before this happened, he knew he had to be on the Jimena Defense League. And now we know why, right? Because there's this plan of they're trying to rekindle everything. But everyone is still talking about chapter one when they've quietly started chapter two. Mm. So he is terrified for what John and Nelsie are going to say. And I think obviously we know that Nelsie and Jimena didn't leave things on good terms. So it's only going to come to a head more here. And um, Jimena hates Nelsie. Yes. And vice versa. And vice versa. Okay. All right. So um, here comes John and Nelsie. John has a wild tattoo. Mm -hmm. 
He does. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so, um, you know, John is saying like, you're in this for the money because like, what if something happened to Mike and he couldn't work? Uh, would you still be with him? We all remember that mm-hmm. Mike was the one who said, I've got you. So I don't know why we flipped this on to Jimena at this point. Jimena literally said, I don't want the money. Take mm-hmm. your money and leave. Yeah. And the best part is they showed us that clip in this reunion. Like the, the cast has seen this, but I feel like, like, listen, I've been wanting to throw this line out about the money. I'm not going to change that now. That's going to happen. Yeah. We also get asked about how, like, well, so Jimena, so you're just bleeding Mike dry for his money? Like, uh, and she's kind of like, well, I, I guess you could say that. Uh, and they're like, ah, oh, see, see. Wow. She admitted it. Oh my God. Oh no. Mm-hmm. That was. That was some entrapment right there, if I've ever seen it. <laughs> uh, Us- here comes Usman. Usman asks the question of, so does Mena have uh, voodoo over? <laughs> Is voodoo a part That's of the, the voodoo equation? John says uh, maybe... Uh, her private parts might have a uh, voodoo on, on Mike. Oh my God. Yeah. Again, I don't love Jimena. Clearly. I don't like her at all. Mm-hmm. I did feel bad for how much everyone went in on Jimena and Mike got away completely scot-free. Yeah. Felt like. Right. Right. Not enough piling on Mike here. No. Yeah. Nearly enough. No. Okay. All right. So, uh, Jimena walks off. Uh, and they're like, oh, look, uh, that we know Mike, he's going to call up and he's going to apologize for all of us later on. I'm not apologizing. I said what I said. <laughs> and this whole time, Rob, Mike is sitting there and like looking like a like a hurt deer and he's squishing his eyes. Uh, his face is like red now. Mean. I don't like this. <laughs> Like, you know, for someone who was going to defend Jimena, he did. He just let Jimena take all the bullets. He did nothing. But he talks so much crap to Gino. Oh, he was the life of the party in part one. Mm-hmm. And now here he is melting into his own seat. Uh, I've been want this end. I don't like this. Rob, how much, what do we have to do to make you wager getting the big lips tattoo that um, John has on his I neck? I would have to lose. Well, what, what do I have to gain? Well, what, what do I win? That's the what's what's a good gain for you? You know what I mean? Is yeah. it is it like I five think I figures? Could, like a, I feel like a neck tattoo would help. Uh, I, like I, I I like that idea of yeah. like I think that people would be like oh like uh, we can mess with this guy, but all of a sudden wait oh, does he have a neck tattoo? Oh uh, maybe we don't want to mess with this guy. You think, yeah, and it depends what the neck, if you go the Mike Bloom route and you tell the, hey, listeners, what do you want me to put there? I think that will not work in your favor. It has to be something that's like, gives you a don't mess with me vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like an edge. Uh, I like that idea because, um, yeah, I I know. Is Nicole going to like this? No, I don't believe so. Yeah. Well, because I I think that mm. that lips tattoo sort of implies like, oh, this is a guy who's getting like uh, kisses on his neck. Is that lipstick? Right. I think I think I know exactly what I'm going to ask for the next five for five. Now, thanks, Rob. Yes. Oh, oh, what is it going to be? I'm going to ask. I'm going to I'm going to ask if if Rob was to get a neck tattoo. What would the tattoo be? Okay, we'll see. I think that's I think that's a painful tattoo. 
I would say so. I, I have one tattoo. It's on my calf. And that wasn't that painful. But I've mm-hmm. heard that, you know, neck, a side of the like stomach, like the, that can be very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I need some ink. Okay. I, I can see you pulling it off. Rob. This is my midlife crisis. I think I need uh, <laughs> I think I need to be tattooed. That'll fix everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be like Pete Davidson. That, okay, so we went from none to Pete Davidson real quick, Rob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the move. I think that's going to be my next era. I don't think we're ready for that era, Rob, but uh, when it gets here, we will embrace yeah. it. <laughs> okay. Um, Mike is, you know, um, upset because he's basically like, you guys are blowing it. She said she was going to give me a second chance. You guys are blowing You're ruining everything. It's it's very much the teenage daughter of you ruined everything, mom, and then smacking the door behind him. He is he's hating all of this so mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. because again, what we heard is that she has agreed to take him back, and he's gonna go to uh, Cartagena in Colombia. They're going to that city, and they're gonna stay together there until they get married. So essentially, a trial basis to try to work everything out, and for Mike to prove that he's a changed man. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, at one point, then Mike is going to tell Nelsie to shut up. Yeah, that was rude. Uh, <laughs> very rude. I think here's how much John is not intimidated by Mike that John did not flinch. John mm-hmm. was like, You are a trash person. We don't care. Nelsie does leave, though. Nelsie does give him the the kindness of I'll, I'll leave because I don't want to say anything else to you, which I respect Nelsie for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So she walks off. Um, Mike says that Jimena just needs to learn English. That's the one thing that she can do to, to help fix this relationship. Yeah. Jimena comes back and he says, if I can have one ask here, it would be that you embrace trying to learn English. And, and this is when Jimena comes back very much like emotional and wanting to fix things. And she says, I tried before it was so hard, but I can I can try yeah. and do that. And I will say that Mike's Spanish it seems because I was like, well, why does Mike learn Spanish? But he does speak Spanish later on. And I feel like that his Spanish has improved. It definitely has improved. He's either done the Duolingo or, you know, he went to Rob's Rosetta Stone. He's mm-hmm. done one of them. Mm-hmm. He's getting better with the days pass. Yeah. Um, this is when now a couple of these other guys weigh in. Hamza weighs in and he says, I just think that Mike is under a spell. Uh, poor Johnny weighs in. And uh, basically asks, uh, you know, if Jimena could just, you know, be nicer to Mike. Like, uh, like, like Jimena's like, oh, you know what? Well, I wasn't going to. But, uh, you know, now that Johnny asked, uh, OK, for you, Johnny, that, I'm going to yeah. change. Now that you've asked so politely, why are Johnny and Nelsie, uh, John and Nelsie friends with this loser? I don't <laughs> understand it. I think if I had to guess, I bet that the John has like been friends with Mike for like 30 years. Like I, mm. I think that they are not like recent friends. I think that John basically is stuck with Mike. I see. And like, you don't want to, yeah, that, okay. That, that I could see that's fair because they seem, they seem like such well-adjusted adults and they're lifelong Mike, friends. If I had to guess. Yeah. And like Mike seems like he's just dating for the first time, like a teen would. Yeah. And it'd be a lot to handle as a friend. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I don't have any like uh lifelong friends like this, but I like, from what I see, it's just like, sometimes like you just like, you grew up with this kid mm-hmm. you met when you were four and basically like uh, you've gone in very different paths, but you are just like, uh, you are stuck with this person. Yeah. I feel like as far as I go with lifelong friends or friends that I've been friends with, throughout now more like frequently all the way through 
was like age 16, 17. So I agree. I don't have anyone from like the young stages. And like, we both, like we will both went through the same like dating dilemmas as young. Mm-hmm. And so that's different. Um, but yeah, Mike yeah. is a fascinating individual to be friends. Like with. my brother has friends like that. He's friends with like from kindergarten. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's and that like, I wonder, I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the wrong people to ask this. <laughs> I'm the wrong person. I, I think I've been moved too much uh, to have that. But anyway, um, all right. Uh, Nelsie comes back. She says, hey, why don't we go to the DR? Uh, this, uh, we'll find you a Dominican woman. Yeah. Mike's like, no, 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 not that, please. And like, Mike looks terrified. Again, everything is on a house of cards for Mike. He really wants this thing with him to work out. But everyone is coming to this. Reunion. You're ruining it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants this to not work out. So it's so funny. It's so funny watching Mike squirm. I've been waiting for this from last week because he, you know, he laughed a little too much at Gino. Not that I'm a Gino defender, never a Gino defender. But when trash insults trash, I would like the second trash to also get trashed. So trash square plus trash equals trash cubed. I like cubed. Mm -hmm. It's good. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, um, I guess, uh, are Mike and Jimenez still together is the question. It's a great question. It's a great question. Now, let me refer back to this Screen Rant article that yep. I had open. And it looks like, Rob, they, oh, not only are they not together, uh, Jimenez might be engaged to another man. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. I was recently <laughs> on Jimenez's page and um, I saw that there was like Jimenez with like, uh, like uh, posting pictures with like some young guy. Yeah, so that's interesting to me because this was recorded around January. That was what, three months ago? Yeah. So that was a very quick change. Um, so Hemeta did a Insta Live recently. Yes. This is published from, again, Screen Rant one day ago. Okay. And Hemeta broke up with Mike during his visit, latest visit to her country. Hemeta uh, sparked rumors of her having a new boyfriend around Feb 17th when she accidentally posted and deleted a TikTok featuring a bearded and tattooed man identified as, well, the full name is here. Okay. The Canadian native is rumored to be in Colombia with Hemeta and currently is possibly filming a new spinoff. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Hemena even covered up Mike's tattoo on her wrist to confirm they were no longer together. Okay. I mean, shock to nobody. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a shock at all. Um, Jimenez also talked about that Mike may have been more problematic than we knew. Um, We did knew Jimena. Yeah. We we knew, knew. Mm. (laughs) Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, they're over, they're done, and I think we we can safely say that that seemed like the most likely outcome. But rumors have it, Rob, somewhere out there, Mike is still trying to get back with Hemena in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form. Okay, all right. Um, so there you go. Um, this is um, no surprise to us. No, and scene. That yeah. was it. That was all yeah. of it. Okay. All right. So then everybody's going to get ready to leave. Um, I have uh, in my notes uh, all of the terrible men. Uh, that must be like uh, Gino and Mike and Ben backstage. Yeah. The a, a douche apocalypse, if you will, <laughs> back there. Yeah. Okay. Um, ben did not feel optimistic about the relationship. Uh, Hamza wants to bring mom to the U.S. Kim is sort of like at a crossroads with Usman. 
Gino filed for the K one, but is wondering if Jasmine's still going to come through. Mm-hmm. Again, they're like the only couple outside of Memphis and Hamza that I actively think we will. He- no, they're the only couple I think we're going to hear from again on the show proper moving forward. Yeah. So that's our 90 day tell all. That was it, Rob. That's the full story. That is the journey coming to a close. But Rob, not before we look at our, our old uh, power rankings one last time now, I feel like. Hmm. Okay. Let's open it up and let's take a look at what we have for uh, our final look. Okay. All right. Final look here. Um, honestly, I'm looking at it right now. We might have been onto something, Rob. Okay. <laughs> so last time, this was our order from last to first. We had Mike and Jimena bottom, Ben and Mahogany, Johnny and Ella, Kim and Usman, yeah. Gino and Jasmine, Memphis and Hamza. I think there's only one addendum here for me, potentially. Yes, what's your addendum? You flip third and fourth. You put Kim and Usman fourth, Johnny and Ella third. Really? Because I feel like the Kim and Usman are at least are still like uh, in a relationship status. I, I mean, I, I guess I, I could see it either way. Yeah, that's the one. That's the only switch I would make, if any. I think the rest of it we've nailed on the head. So, yeah. so and yeah. yeah, so I'm looking at our ratings from the last uh, couple of weeks prior to this. And since the 21st of March, we have maintained the same ranking. Mm-hmm. I'm okay to end the season with the same ranking. All right. We'll p- put it in stone for Boom. 90 Day Fiance Power Rankings. And you will continue the 90 Day Fiance Power Rankings into Season 9? I will happily carry the torch, Rob, because this was a very fun addition to the show. She could get the I- fantasy draft going uh, for... <laughs> That's when we're we're really off the deep end there. The it'll it will but it would be stock like a watch. Weird we'll format. do the stock watch of you could buy and sell. But you have to buy the worst person. That's mm-hmm. the goal. It's not the best person. You're trying to get the person who will lose the most. Because if you get more negative, that's positive. Yeah. And then how many weeks do you get the bye week? You do, you do a whole 90 day fiance fantasy yeah. draft. Okay. Baby steps here, baby steps. All right. Anything else about these uh, wonderful people that we've met here on 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days? No, very wonderful people. No, I just want to thank you for, again, I know you have a very busy schedule out here with with all these shows going on at the same time. 17 weeks we did this. Yeah, and it was a fun ride. It was great to get to talk to you again on a weekly basis. So I'm very glad that we got to do this season. And I guess my last question for you, Rob, about this show is now we have covered regular 90 Day. Yeah. We covered now the other way. Uh, sorry, not the other way. Uh, before the 90 day, which format do you like better? Yeah. Happily ever after. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that 90 day classic has like some gravitas uh, there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that happily ever after was a little weird. I wasn't really sure what we were trying to accomplish. That's uh, big. Yeah, to me. That yeah. was like the, our all-star season type situation where they just bring returnees back 90 day. The other way was interesting uh i feel like that that was at least like we got to like uh i I didn't podcast that one but um i thought that that was interesting you got to see parts of the world i thought that that was kind of interesting um but this one i i think to me was sort of like 90 day in its purest of Mm -hmm. um like you know we're sort of like 
like starting with we're like meeting couples at like this very first stage of the relationship. So I think for me, it's either this or a uh, 90 day proper. I, th- and I, I think for me, both Liana and I got fell in love with this show with before the 90 days. Mm-hmm. I do think because it's the it's the best for mess, because ultimately some of these couples are not even going to get end up together and you can see the tragedy for, all right, well, at least they're not together. That's good. Whereas with regular 90 days, sometimes you're like, oh, my God, this is bad. And they're getting married. This mm-hmm. is awful. Like, yeah. and, and it's not going to stop. It's terrifying. Yeah. I like this the best. Okay. All right. Puya, let's leave it here for 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Uh, what's coming up uh, for you besides uh, another run of 90 Day Fiance starting next week where people should make sure you're subscribed at robswebsitecom slash 90 Day Feed. Thank you, Rob. Uh, so aside from this, uh, Liana and I still talking about The Masked Singer. We are officially at the midway point of the season. There's another half to go before we're done five more weeks. So I uh, am excited to see where that goes. Liana and I did talk about the latest episode this weekend, so definitely check that out. Uh, Chappelle and I have put a bow tie, bow tie. No, we we listen. We put a ribbon on top of the season of the Bel Air over on Poster Recaps. That is not over. We talked about the finale. That was a lot of fun. I'm going to miss talking to Chappelle weekly. Also, if you like Big Brother Canada, you can hear me Friday mornings talking about that. Mm-hmm. The live feed updates with Taryn. And you can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I do stream that three or four times a week. Come through if you have the time. Okay. And then, of course, check out everything else we have going on uh, with everything Survivor at robinswebsite.com. Uh, had a fun Robin and Community podcast uh, this weekend where we watched, we did commentary for the film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, you do, I've heard from people, you do not need to sync up to the movie uh, to still enjoy this Ooh. week's episode. And then over on Nothing But Netflix, uh, Chappelle and I watched a documentary called uh, The Crypto King. Trust no one. Uh, interesting story about a man who was running a uh, cryptocurrency exchange who mysteriously died. But did he? Find out on the latest Nothing But Netflix. Puya, thank you for uh, taking me on another adventure with the 90 Day Fiance world. Of course, Rob. The pleasure is all mine. It's always a delight having you on 90 Day Fiance Hot Mess Express. All right, for everybody else, uh, be sure to check out 90 Day Fiance Season 9 kickoff next week. Uh, Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.